December. You know what the fuck it is. Aries and Andy, you and the jerk. You know it's time to get this work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being awoke. We discuss politics and jokes. We lick. There's levels to this shit. Before you were sucking on your mama's tits. Airy Spears don't give a fuck. We talk about race a lot. Racism. Sexism. Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders. Rollers, clip loaders. We got them in the folders. The whole world on our shoulders. Spears and Steinberg. Yeah! Run up and get touched up. Suicide. <laughs> and all of y'all know my style. This O oh Steve comes to us from Gabatron 88. Yo, how about a quickie with O oh Steve? O oh Steve Family Feud episode. Lineup consists of Steve, Aries, Andy, the Cork Saka, and Gemma. Question for Andy Who always comes first? Andy goes, Aries. Uh, the cocksucker. The cock in my mouth. Steve Harvey leans over to Gemma for a peck on the cheek while caressing her breast while she's distracted. Steve. Gemma. Final chance. Yeah. <laughs> your team needs this to make it in your final round. Who always comes first? As he steps back, Gemma notices a dark spot on his pants. Gemma. Oh, Steve. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Steve, play the music. So what'd you think about Gabatrons? Yeah, that was, it's a sketch. It works. It's, 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 I saw this whole sketch. It works. Thank you, Gabatron. We appreciate that. Gabatron 88. Um, I don't think I would have said dark. I would have said a wet spot on his pants, though. What's she saying? A dark spot. A dark spot. Yeah. Black I mean, guy. Yeah. But still, it's wet. You know. I know, but black guys come dark wetness. That <laughs> just doesn't even make sense. <laughs> uh, Why'd you get kicked out? I came in dark wetness. <laughs> yeah. That almost sounds like a porno. Dark wetness. Dark wetness, yeah. Um, Justin Pod Poppy. Um, what up, guys? It's the local chubby Puerto Rican guy from the Bronx, a.k.a. Chicharron Poppy, back with another email. Well, guess Cat had a lot to say on the Uncle Shea podcast. I don't know, man, if Cat is spitting some shit, he's being delusional, or maybe he just need publicly, he just need, oh, publicity for something. He uh, got the internet going crazy with his views and his stories. Cat hasn't been that funny since 2005, and I miss that Cat. But guess that ship sailed long ago. Uh, so side shit. Want to tell y'all what happened to me the other day. I went to see this joint for a quickie. So I pulled up, did my thing, and drove back home. It was like 2 a.m. and parking at that time sucks. So I had to park like three blocks from the crib. I was walking around this little industrial area. And while I was walking, I heard footsteps. In my head, I'm like, God, please not today. I was on guard and chose I was on guard and closed my fist just in case shit was about to go off. Uh, then I kept, and the footsteps would sound like they were closer. 
Then I heard the footsteps running, so I quickly turned around and got fist up, ready to fuck shit up. But it was a Papa John's box flying or floating with the wind. Scared the shit out of me. Uh, be grateful I'm alive. Uh, that's all, guys. Have a good one. P.S. Aries, you gotta, you gotta, telling the farts are like, you gotta, telling the farts are like a dry rub because it's gotta start itching while it dries. Yeah, uh, $10, a lot of money. Uh, you gotta get the sentences together first uh, before <laughs> I start following your advice. Oh, man. It was going good until that. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, 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 don't, I don't have anything left for the Cat Williams saga. Uh, yeah, it got the internet going crazy. It's a news cycle. Next. Um, but but Cap put himself at the top of the news cycle. That's, you know, you got to give him credit for that. Okay. You don't have to give him credit. You, you got to go. If that's if that was the goal, then he did that. Mission accomplished. Hola, Panchito. Hola, Panchito. Pancho Z. 2024 election. What's up, Spears? It's Steinberg. Hey, this upcoming election is going to be wild. Aries and Andy, do you do you have any jokes about the upcoming election? Also, Aries, would you rather be known as the greatest comedy writer of new TV shows and movies that will come out in the future, or would you rather be an actor and have zero say on what you can act in and can only read what is written on scripts and have zero creative control? Oof. I know the answer for you on that one. I mean, but damn. Uh... I'm not. I, I don't want to be a comedy writer on a TV show. No, but you definitely aren't going to let someone just do your stuff. You, you, yeah, I don't like that either. You'd but be damn. the most fired guy. <laughs> if I had to choose between them two, I'd rather the second one. Mm-hmm. To be a comedy writer on a TV show it means I'm not. You know, I'm not a writer like that. Uh, and then two, um, I want to be seen. Wait here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the 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 thing that you're gonna hear on the set of every show that Aries on. Aries, uh, we really like the ad libs. They're good. Um, I'm probably going to use some of them, but uh, if you could stick to what's on the paper, we'd really appreciate it. At least let's get that in, and then we can do the ad libs, okay? Mm. Okay. Hey, fuck you. Alan <laughs> <laughs> uh, Neal. Uh, first time again. A and A. Yo, what's up, fellas? I uh, hope you guys had a good holiday. Belated Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you both. Giving this another shot. I emailed before, but when you guys tried to read the email on the pod, the text wasn't showing up. Finally, all caught up on the pod. boy. Sorry, Andy. Had to do it Aries way and listen from the beginning. Good boy. Yeah, you probably missed us when we came to your town. I didn't cheat and look ahead to any episodes either. I just let it play from F1, F0 uh, and go. It's better that way. It reads like a good book. Ha <laughs> ha. It's your go, lad. Also, I think I've developed Aries hiccups during the emails from listening <laughs> because now I do it while he's reading. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, enjoying the pod and Aries, loving the show clips uh, you post on IG now. Also, waiting on you guys to hit the Charlotte area again and hope, and hope I can be off work when you do. A couple of porn titles. Uh, Rise and the Planet of the Gapes. Yeah, it's I not like bad. That. It's not bad at all. I just like Gapes, starring James Spanks Hose. I like Spanks Hose. James Franco. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the Long Kiss Goodnight is Long Dickinum Right, starring Samuel L. Jackson. We, I think we had a Jackson before. Samuel. I don't think so. Not Jackson. Was... Okay. Uh, 
also never was much of a doc watcher, but thanks to you guys, I've been getting into it more. And if you guys haven't watched it, uh, a good man food series is Spartacus on stars. Gladiator series based on history, a little gory at times, but good. All right, next time, peace out, fellas. Bum, stickity bum, stickity bum bum. Hopefully no $10. Uh, Alan from North Carolina. P.S. Aries, give the Power Series another shot. Book four, Force with Tommy, and book three, Kanan's backstory are pretty good. If I were to watch any of them, I would probably watch the one with Tommy because that, to me, still, I could relate to... I knew that's what you were going to, to ghosts. Uh, but all the other ones, man, you know, I don't think so. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, ever since Andy described it as a soap opera, it put a little damper on my parade. If you just change the music in some of those scenes where they walk in and you heard, don, 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 <laughs> but they don't go don, don, don. But it is, it, it, they do it. It's just, it, you don't hear it. It's it's in the subtext. It feels like a soap opera. Uh, uh, I like the title of this one. Verb Turner, Andy Escobeard. Uh, I've been watching and listening to the pod for a minute now. You guys were so entertaining from the first time that I heard it, that I was immediately sold. So I didn't really feel the need to go back too far and listen to previous episodes. Uh, one particular thing that is brought up from the time, uh, from time to time is how Andy used to sell drugs. When I look at Andy, I'm like, yeah, right, okay. But recently I decided to go back and watch the Drink Tra Champs interview you guys did a few years ago. And I just want to say sorry, Andy, for being a non-believer because you literally look like a fat drug transporter. Who flew one of those Cessna planes in the 70s? <laughs> I can totally see it now. Keep up the great work. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, lo I love wow. when I was on I love when I was on Drink Champs. Wow. That's my favorite look I've ever had. That beard is totally 10 times more aggressive. Yeah. And the hair. Wow. That's the most homelessly I've ever looked. Oh my God. I, I love, I, when I go back and I look at that drink, drink champs, I've, I'm always so, I, I love that look. And it's funny to me because I, I think it's hysterical, but uh, dude, that, that me on drink, drink champs is like so funny that it's just like the funniest thing that's ever happened in this whole time I've been with you. Right. Being on drink champs, I think is the funniest thing. Wow, dude. Um, Delicia. Uh, these are a few of my favorite things. Uh, hi, Aries and Andy. Hope you guys are doing well. I started listening to the podcast in 2020. I listened Andy's way and thought it would be fun to share some of my favorite things slash moments. When the $10 Alada is so bad that Aries has to stop, take a breath, and gather himself. When Andy is trying to think of something and Aries gets excited to try and figure it out, <laughs> saying, give me clues. And Andy says, I got nothing. <laughs> Number three, when something is so graphic and shocking and Aries says, Jesus, I always imagine him clutching his pearls. Four, when Andy is talking mid-sentence and a word he says will trigger Aries into, to break into song or character. And when he's finished, Andy will continue with what he was saying as if he was never interrupted. Five, the silence after a bad old Steve. As always, this is my favorite podcast. Thanks for the both of you. Uh, P.S. You should all sell Give Me Clues t-shirts. Delicia. Thank you, baby. I would love to know what you look like, sweetie. I, I like the idea of Give Me Clues t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> but That's one of those where somebody would see and go, what does that mean? <laughs> and I would go, exactly. 
Um, no, that's funny. That's fine. I like that. Uh, the whole idea of that. Right. Um, Mookie, it's been a minute. What up, niggas? Uh, I'm going to give it a try with the porn title shit. Uh, New Jack Titties, starring Wesley Pipes and Alan Bring the Pain. Uh, just hitting y'all up to let y'all know I'm still here, listening to everybody faithfully. Just been tied up with being a dad. My son, Nasir, just turned two, uh, November 26th. Oh, congratulations, brother. One more thing. Aries, you recently posted a clip of you making fun of a white dude you didn't realize was deaf. His people ain't shit. You went in on him for 45 minutes before they told you he was deaf. And why the fuck would they say, uh, sit that close? That's ridiculous. Keep up the good work, my niggas. I'm out here. Oh, uh, dude, that is so funny. Uh, <laughs> dude, I love when sometimes there are people that come to the show with problems. Do people come to the show with problems? They want to laugh. Yeah, but I'm talking about like either you're deaf or the dude that comes in with the oxygen tank. Uh, the blind dudes that sit up front oh, still the blind dude. kills me the most. Uh, when that, and that happened twice quickly. Matter of fact, that happened twice on a back-to-back yep. weekend, you know, in you have D- one... D.C. Not D.C. Uh, was it D.C.? D.C. Yes. and then Indianapolis. D.C., you had a, a blind dude in the front row and then another blind dude in the second row behind him. Oh, and the D.C. show. <laughs> Man, one show. that was weird. If you have a bad seat at the show and you're sitting in the back of the room and there's some blind guys up front, aren't you a little angry? Listen, I said to the uh, blind dude in D.C., I said, hey, my man, it don't really matter where you sit. Like, nigga, you blind. You can sit in the kitchen for these jokes. Like, as long as you can hear, it don't matter where you sit. Sit in the kitchen, you get your food service much faster. You know what I'm faster. saying? Put a speaker in there, <laughs> you good. Oh. JY. Actor slash film renames. I can't put actors with the movies, but here are just some names. And I, obviously, this is some porn names. Uh, I like this first one. Uh, Jurassic Cox. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. I, this feels familiar a little bit. Because I, th- cause I think I'm going to say the same thing I said before. Is it just dudes with obviously big, huge dicks? Or is it dudes dress up like dinosaurs? I thought it was just like a, a, a giant... What is that big dinosaur? The the, the Brachiosaurus. Yeah, but it's just a. It, it almost looks like a giant dick. It's just the head, but the it's head. just a dick head on the top. Right, but it's attached to a human. No, it's just attached to that, and it's just it's just it's like a you see like the head of a dick just eating the the leaves. I got it. It's it's a fetish porn. Jurassic cocks. Old men with dicks. Old, eighty year old dicks. Jurassic cocks. It's. It's no, it's it's the Flintstones, but their shirts only go up to here, and they wear no underwear, so it's just old balls and <laughs> same thing. Yeah, yeah, it'd be the same thing. Yeah, to- Jurassic cocks. Yeah, And then the scene. Remember when they first see the first dinosaur, right. and she's yeah. like this with her mouth open, right? And welcome to Jurassic cocks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we didn't we didn't get the other one. Uh the, the previous email though was uh Mookie. Yeah, but what was his? He had he had one though. Don't we don't run away from his uh new Jack Titties. Yeah. 
I like that because that, that. But I think we that that sounded familiar. Yeah, but I don't know. But to me, that's like that. That's like a, a, a woman who just gets brand new breasts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So and then she's gonna go out and show them off. That's whatever. right. Yeah. New okay. jacked titties. Yeah. New jacked titties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, alien res erection. Like alien resurrection. Erection. Yeah, that's all right. It's hard to say. All right. Samuel L. Jackham. Or Samuel L. Jackson. How about I like Jackham? How about Jackson? He's out there, Jack. Jackson. Jacks. Watch me. <laughs> How long before you come? <laughs> it's gonna be a minute, Sam. Shh, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, and his face just fits being angry like that. He's double fisting two niggas at once. How long y'all gonna take to come? It's going to be a minute, Sam. Motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, Denzel Washington's or Denzel watching tug Washington's. I just don't like it. You don't like it? No. Even if it's him Washington's? Yeah, I don't know. There's something about like it. it? Yeah. All right. Omari Hard Dick. That felt too easy. Yeah. All right. Uh. See, I'm trying to see. Uh, ah, it's been a minute since we read from this brother. Les CW. Remember him? Uh-uh. Damn. You, wow. <laughs> I don't remember. He said they're like, you got Alzheimer's. Mm. Uh-uh. Uh, Les, you don't remember Les? No. All right. Happy New Year, my G's. Happy New Year. Uh, my name is Leslie. Oh, I, wait, I do know who this dude. Okay. Yeah, 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 I used to send emails, but I've been busy trying to find a new job, yeah. a full-time job. I love that y'all keep succeeding. Please visit New York City. We will May 18th at the Garden. At the Hulu Center. Hulu Theater. Theater. Aries show is discussed with Andy when Andy discussed charms for Crocs. L-M-A-O-L-M-A-O. <laughs> Hilarious, yo. I always listen, but I worry my email won't make it. I'll see y'all in New York City before the pandemic. And Aries entertained the crowd. Andy did the N-word joke, L-M-A-O. I miss y'all. Salute from Brooklyn. What happened to Moki? Happy New Year. Well, you just heard. So you're both back on. You're both back on. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm nervous about the Madison Square. You're going to make me nervous. Yeah, good. Uh, Sheldon Marcotti. Um, some people don't play better when they're nervous, but I have a feeling about you. Listen, <laughs> I'm not nervous necessarily about the performance. I'm nervous about the attendance. Yeah, I know, but that was from White Man Can't Jump anyway. Oh, was it? What was the line? I, I, I Some people play better when they're nervous. Oh, okay. When they're angry, but it's angry, right. actually. That's what he says. Yeah, you hearing, Jimmy, but you ain't listening. Patrice Burr, Gemma 23. Dear Aries and Annie, it's been a while since I've written in. I'm just proud of the growth of the show. The reason you guys have made it as far because of the dialogue between you two. You're like Charlemagne and Schultz with more sense. <clears throat> I'd love to see those two on Spears and Steinberg. I think you both would blow up YouTube with your dialogue. Plus, you were a guest on The Breakfast Club, so I know that it can happen. With me, dog, don't assume anything can happen. <laughs> also, Aries, I'm really glad that you're holding our people accountable when it's hard to. I just listened to this week's episode, and it reminded me of real time. You guys both actually uh, represent real speech 
rather than the selective free speech. I only have a couple bones to pick with you, though. One, <clears throat> I heard on Vlad that you said you didn't find Charlie Murphy funny. Uh, Charlie Murphy that good at, at stand-up. Bruh, he taught Dave and Patrice to tie their shoes, basically. Nah, I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. Where, where, where are you getting that? That he schooled them and taught them comedy? Fuck out of here. He might have taught him storytelling, but I don't think he's taught Nah, nah, dog. Um, they got a lot from him, especially how he tweaked the Chappelle show. Again, the storytelling. And that probably had more to do with the writing of Neil Brennan and Dave. No. Uh, especially, blah, 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 blah. The thing Patrice didn't have was a famous brother to bail him out. Uh, I know you don't like the, the, the Nepos, but Charlie Murphy was that brother, rest in peace. You never did a podcast on the movie Judas and the Black Messiah. Chairman Hampton would have wanted your promotion, as you said to Vlad, turn in your band card. Turn in your daishiki until you do that episode. One of the best movies about our culture ever made. We talked about it on I think we did. Yeah, yeah we did. Um, Lakeith Stanfield is today's John Turturro. I also love how you defend both MJ and Slim, Jade, Slim Shady's legacy. I was born in 93. Black folks were the only ones who embraced M first. Uh, early in the 2000s, white folks didn't like him till later. Let me pause a second. Didn't it feel like they liked him out the gate? His first song was Hi, My Name Is, and they embraced him immediately off that song. I, I, I think, though, it was a little different, and I think that uh, until... <clears throat> <laughs> I really do think until uh, Black Voices came out in support, white dudes stood back a little bit. I really do think they did a little bit. That. I don't think that it was like no one liked him. I just think that they were waiting for... Uh, I think white people were waiting for a little black approval on that one. I'm going to be honest. I don't think so. I think they because, did. Because, listen, anytime a white dude does anything remotely as good as a black dude, white people can't wait to embrace him. So they can go, yeah, we can do that too. They can't wait. Yeah. And if he's really good, they'll even go, yeah, he's better than y'all. I, 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 think I'm, I think rap is, I think rap has a little different uh, vibe to it where white people realized this isn't ours and that we need we need to check her. This is the first time that I saw white people check themselves on something that wasn't theirs. I don't know, Andy. You don't think that white people check themselves? No, because when, again, when you look at historically, Elvis Presley. Not, but we're not well, talking no, no, about I, Elvis. I'm I talking know, about rap. I, but there's a through line through all of yeah. it. Whether it's rap, whether it's basketball, a la Larry Bird, or whether it's Rock and roll, there's a through line. And the through line being, we know, me and you, because we've discussed it, and the true historians know that Elvis Presley's influences were Chubby Checker. Yeah. Uh, what's my man's name? Uh, the, the guitarist. The famous guitarist. Not in that era. The guitarist. Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. So we know that Elvis gives them credit. But more white folks will call Elvis the king of rock and roll when he wasn't the king. He is the king of rock and roll because we're going by sales. I, I know, but they give him that credit of starting I, it. Of, I don't think most. I, I don't think today white people would go. Elvis Presley started rock and roll. We I, know that they don't. He. I think most people know that he didn't start rock and roll. This. This is. This feels like again me, you, and Godfrey. You say that, and that's the point. That's the same point you made when you go. Most people, and we all yelled. We both yelled at you. We can go, Andy. Most people aren't you. Most white people are not you. 
They, they love to give Elvis that moniker because it makes them go, yeah, rock and roll is our thing because our king was white Elvis. When Larry Bird was playing basketball, there were white dudes, especially in some of the documentaries, that would go, the best basketball player is white, especially when he, when he won a couple of MVPs. He was one of the best basketball players. Yeah, absolutely. But there were white guys that would say because Bird was white and they were white, and especially as Bostonians, he was bad. He's the best thing ever. Dude, because that's the last chance for them to get some. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Okay. So I'm sure that there were a lot of white people that couldn't wait to jump on the Eminem train because they went, here's a white guy that does it just as well, if not better. Yeah, but I think, I think that the time period had changed where we knew... I don't think that there's one black, per one white person that was going, "Hey, this this rap stuff really should be ours." I think that they did they disowned rap in the first place. There was a lot of white people who were just against rap in the first place, so having a white rapper wasn't as big of a deal. I I think that I think the white people that really respected rap music stood back and were waiting a little bit. I do think that that really happened because I know when you ask when I used to when when I back in the day. When you would go out and you go to a white dude, which, who's your top favorite uh, rappers? I very rarely heard Eminem in it, but I heard black people put Eminem in it. And I think that that's because there was, there was this boundary that, that white people finally, finally picked up a boundary and went, wait, maybe we should listen. Maybe we should listen a little bit here. But, but even when you sit back, when you say sit back and wait, like before Eminem, again, not counting Vanilla Ice because I think that was a joke. But when you look at the Beastie Boys, when you look at, Third base with MC Search. Yeah. Beastie Boys, I'll give you that, okay. that one. But even then, the Beastie Boys, to me, of course, the famous song, Fight for Your Right to Party. It was a rock it, song. It's a but, rock song. I know, but it felt like the Beastie Boys, the more they did, became more rockish yeah. than rap. It, so my point is this. And third base, while they were always deeply rooted in strong street hip hop, I don't think they had the respect of the white community the way M did. So when they sat back and waited, they went, okay, we had the Beastie Boys. I guess we had third base. But Eminem's the first one to come along to really legitimately be a white dude who is hardcore hip-hop. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. There was a lot of people who finally felt like they they did. It wasn't a rock. It wasn't rock. But see, Eminem's first album, that, I'm, I'm Slim Shady. I'm real Slim. That was an off, that wasn't, like technically that was, that was rap, but it wasn't what we knew as there was a little, there was a little white dude rap to it. It wasn't the same. Yeah, well, I mean, not for the you, first it, song, because right, that right. first song was released for white people. I right. Think. But when you talking about offing your mom and putting nine inch nails, yeah, that's, in your a eyelids, but that's, that's, that's a, that, white shit. Yeah. But later his shit yeah. was so legitimately hip hop. I know, but that first thing, I think the people stood back a little bit and said, wait a minute, let's let's All see. Right. Because he did get credibility because he came, he he came from the lineage of real rap. The people who produced yeah, him, dude, the people I, brought I, him up. I, you know, I, I think we'll agree to disagree because I'm telling you, when when Slim Shady came out, white people went nuts. Okay, I'm going to give you this because I want to say this. I was in music at the time. I was producing shows. Right. I was doing a lot of stuff. So people that were in the industry kind of went, hmm, is this going to be for real? Now, we didn't know him because he's, you know, I'm in Arizona. He's in he's Michigan. And I didn't know everything that he had been through. Mm -hmm. uh, so when that first thing hit, it was, it, it's a little funny. You know, he has a funny video that goes with it. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not what we're used to seeing in Right. So uh, there was a we took a little pause. The people that were kind of connected to music and to hip hop 
white dudes, especially because we're still the outsider in hip hop. So we're, we took a little pause, but maybe the general public, I I'll see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And maybe I do have to consider that all the time that I'm not part of the general public. A lot of times in my opinion, in the way that I think, but yeah, the white guys that I was around, we took a little bit of a pause and I had black people that go, no man, I had black people telling me, no man, he's the real deal. And, and remember this, and this is why I say wholeheartedly, you're not like most of the white people, because I don't think half as many white people out there watch the documentaries that you have watched. I don't know what people watch. I really don't. Listen, you tell me yes or no if you've seen them. I'm not your Negro. Yes. Stand from the beginning. Yes. Of course. I I forget the one one we watched by that one dude, but... uh, Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah, Okay. okay. White folks ain't you watching gotta, them. You gotta, you gotta know. You gotta know. This okay, is okay, but white be, folks ain't because, watching because them like why, that. This is this is the problem, and this is why I have arguments on both sides of this fence here all the time. I am not watching it because I want to learn Black history. I'm watching it because I want to learn American history. This is American history. But you always say that Black history is American history. Exactly. I'm not trying to learn Black history. Though I'm trying to learn American history. I'm not separating the two. They are this one in the same. So I'm trying to learn my American history. So when I have a talk with another American, I'm talking about you American history. You don't watch history. it for no other reason other than that? I want to be smarter than, than just knowing what I was taught in school because I realized what I was taught in school was not real. Well, I was hoping you were watching it so that your level of guilt will allow you to buy me free lunches. Nah, man, I don't have a level of guilt. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have it. I, I don't have that. But... I, I, I think, though, though, I do have to take a little uh, that because I did have I had to have. I didn't have to, but I, I black dudes would have to convince me that Eminem was the real deal back in the beginning. I had black dudes telling me, nah, that's a real deal, dude. And I go, yeah, but this and they go, nah, but listen to listen to the listen to the rhymes, listen to listen to what he's doing. And I would go back to the first album and go, but that's, you know, that's the launch, right, right. you know, the launch is different than the, than the, than actual, the, you know, what it is. The Beastie Boys, I liked you, but I knew right away, that's a rock band that is, that are also rapping, but they were part of a, a, a it's a different genre. That's part of Def Jam. And that's that the idea that was, uh, wh- who was that? That, that was LL Cool J. And that was uh, Run, DMC. Run DMC, and that was the Beastie Boys. That was the that was the the Trinity that was right. launching rap to the American public through Def Jam. But I also will say, based on that time period, that whole rap slash rock thing was doable. Today, it's either going to be you you are you rap or are you rock to somehow be both. I don't think would fly. Only the Beastie Boys would still be allowed to do that. But they've but already established themselves. That's why. That's why they would be right. allowed to have that because they. Because remember, Fred Durst at one point was halfway doing that shit. Yeah, but he Kid was, Rock started out doing that shit. Yeah, and, and Kid Rock was probably at <laughs> that first album was closest to the the combo that you could get. Right. But then he went into like a country genre. He turned into a real white guy. guy. Yeah. Um. Early in the 2000s, white folks didn't like him. He's been loyal to Dr. Dre for 25 years. He that, helped, that's that's the big deal right there. He's helped so many black talent. He turned uh, Anthony Mackie into a star uh, with 8 Mile. He put his homes homies on D12, Obi Trice on. He gave 50, The Game, Young Buck, Conway, The Machine, Betty the Butcher, and Yayo and Lloyd Banks careers. Inspired Nick Cannon to do Wild and Out. 
Nick has put him in his top five MCs, created Shade 45, which is a which has 95% black staff, a la Sway in the mornings, etc. He took a knee at the Super Bowl. He got a Secret Service visit from both W. Bush and Trump. He stood up to Suge Knight after one of his goons tried to off him at a show. I could go like you, I could go like you could with MJ. You ever meet Slim? My only beef with MJ is he could have helped Craig Hodge's career when he got blackballed after the White House visit. Uh, that's one of the reasons some black folks hate him. They feel he snubs the community and only uses us for money to buy sneakers. I, I happen to think he's a very good representative of our community. Good role model. Anyway, bro, have a question for you and Andy. Would you either would you either have to eat Whoopi Goldberg's pussy or fuck Kathy Bates without a without <laughs> I'm not talking about how they look back in the day either. Present day, both of you and Andy have to answer. Always peace, y'all, from Shelly. P.S. Listen to Nas and Eminem's song, EPMD2. Also, T.I. is up there with Big M, J, and Nas. No, sir. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> he may be an articulate, cool, and has a, and he was, he's a lyrical animal, especially when he first started. Um... I'm going to tell you something, man. Uh, I remember somebody on Instagram put up a picture of a young Whoopi Goldberg. And the caption was, Whoopi was always pretty. We just let society tell us she wasn't. And listen, a young Whoopi? She was cute when she was doing uh, that. Like uh, Jumping Jack Flash. Yeah, well, that's at the same time when they were doing the, uh, which we didn't say with Robin Williams when they were doing the thing for the, the homeless. Comic, the, what was it called? Com- comic Relief. Relief. Now, for, I'm just saying my personal taste on a scale of one to ten, do I think she's a ten? No, but in her younger years, I'd give her about a... A, 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 a cute. Six and a half. She was cute. She was cute. But he said always cute. She's always been. Well, he said what? Eat? Did he say eat what we Eat what we Or well, fuck Kathy Bates without a con. I'm always go for the, I want to fuck, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? And condomless pussy is always the shit. So I'm, I'm fucking. I can answer this one easily. Um, easily. Okay. Kathy Bates? I'm going to say, I'm going to set it up though. Uh, listen, this is what's important to me. I don't know what I'm going to get from either one. I'm not judging them by their looks, their body, their <clears> face. <throat> right. All right. But here's what I do know if I'm fucking you, I can always turn my head <laughs> if it's bad. Right. Can't turn your head when you're in that pussy. You can. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. So, <laughs> when it's unknown, I'm gonna go with yeah. Just, right. We're gonna fuck it. <laughs> uh, but but before we get off this, I, I'm not saying that I don't like M. I didn't say that I didn't think that he was that he is a talent or that he was any of that. I'm just saying at that beginning in the infancy of what was going on, the development of where we were in music, what hip hop was. And, and hip hop was very different for me because I, when I say hip hop, I'm not talking about rap. I come from the generation of hip hop, which is different than just rap music. So 
take that any way you want to. But he came after that and I, I wasn't sure I stood, I sat back a little bit. I had people tell me things. I listened. I knew that it came from Dr. Dre. I knew what that meant to me. Yeah. And so that, that, I mean, that carried weight, but I took a pause. I waited. I didn't just run out there and go, wait, the, the white, the white Messiah rapper is here. <laughs> right, right. Uh, okay. Uh, Dominique. And, and I don't think a lot of white dudes even knew who third base were. To be honest, that's what I'm saying. I, I, yeah, I think, I think, uh, third base was still that, that was locked. That was still a city groove. That was a New York right, right, sound, right, right. New York rappers, new third base. Yeah. Um, Dominique Davis, uh, Eddie versus Denzel. Yo, A and A and AM PM. If you're nasty, once again, it's your boy, Dom, the intelligent Mississippi nigga that reads. I have a question concerning why, why Eddie isn't in the top five actors list. Not coming at y'all's list because your list is your list, but for the sake of conversation, ooh, I'd like to hear your perspective on this thought. A thespian or actor is someone who can convey the portrayal of any character. Of course, I'm paraphrasing. The reason why I state this is because Eddie embodies that definition. Marcus Graham is nothing like Axel Foley. Axel Foley is nothing like Sherman Klump. And might I add, in that movie, none of the characters he portrayed in The Nutty Professor were alike. But you get my drift. Denzel, on the other hand, kind of plays the same character. And I, I hate when people say this. The same characters in his movies. Either he is smooth, suave-talking nigga, or he is a badass with quotables. I'm not coming at Denzel in no shape, form, or fashion, because in my mind, that's my favorite uncle that I only get to see on Thanksgiving and Christmas. But under the circumstances of what an actor is, why is Eddie not considered, in your opinion, a top five actor? P.S. I wish I could say more, but a nigga has shit to do and little time to do it. I hope you both can get the gist of what I'm saying. As always, stay dropping that pure uncut cocaine for the streets. Peace and love. Because Eddie's a comedian. And he's a comedic actor. And he's a comedic actor. I'm sorry. We just said it about Robin Williams. Robin Williams has a slew of dramas. Jim Carrey has done dramas. Even Adam Sandler, Uncut Gems, and I forget Spanglish, he did with Selma Hayek. His dramas. But I don't even put Adam Sandler in that category. You don't? No. Not after Uncut Gems? No, because then I would have to, I, I would. I, what, what was um, Dreamgirls, I'd have to put Eddie Murphy in. But what I'm saying with Eddie Murphy is, other than Dreamgirls, yeah. can you name a slew of no. Serious movies? Boomerang attempted That's to be a comedy. Semi, semi-serious. Nah, not even the least bit. That was a romantic comedy. A romantic comedy, but still it had it had some... He had to be a real character in that. He couldn't just play off-the-wall off the funny. He couldn't yeah, make that. Yeah, it was a romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah. It was a different style, but it was a comedy nonetheless. Yeah, but uh, I don't see Eddie Murphy other than other than Dreamgirls really being the one. No, right. Yeah. Uh, other than that, he did that late in his career, and if he wants to do some more of those, yeah, we would. I, I would grant. I would say that that's a possibility. But just because you do a dramatic role, I, I mean, I get it. But Jim Carrey, to me, even Jim Carrey, who has some, done some dramatic roles, yeah, I see him as an actor. But he's is he is he one of my favorite actors? And when you say that about, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him or Robin Williams in the top ten. I might put Robin Williams up there because he's done some films that I really like. But let's see, let's go back to what he said, Denzel, 
about being the same place. Same. Smooth, suave. To be a good actor, you take yourself and you put it into the character that you're playing. So that's a lot. That's who he is. That's who Denzel is. When we look at Al Pacino, Al Pacino is Al Pacino. But he gets into the box when Al Pacino in any given Sunday, and that's his biggest hoo-ahs and his like. Right. But there's a character that's there that's built around that fucking over the top character that Al Pacino is playing in there. I wouldn't you know even it's say. A I coach. wouldn't even say over the top because who better to play a football coach when you think about how football coaches are? Okay, he's fucking perfect. So, but he, but he is. You see Al Pacino all over. The footprint, the, the 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 fingerprint of Al Pacino's there of who he is. But he embodies that character. That's what Denzel does. That's what Robert De Niro does. And Robert De Niro, this is where he doesn't get enough credit, even when we talk about his comedies. He took his that character that he is, and he put that same guy into the comedies. Because the, the, if you think about it, there's no difference between really. Uh, well, there is a difference, but acting wise. The uh, what, what's he playing? The comedic gangster when he's analyze this, and analyze that, and that's the same character that's in uh, uh, where he's playing the family. Meet the Fockers. That's the same guy. It's it's a different it's a different take on the same guy, but he's still a hard ass. He's still somebody who has who portrays this. Uh, there's a there's a different part of his personality that he's allowed to let out because one's a CIA agent, one's the right. is a gangster. You you take who you are. And you find the through thread, the thread that goes through for the character. Did you see any of that in Dirty Grandpa? Dirty Grandpa is a comedy comedy. That's like over the, that's again where you're just being, yeah, there is. Analyze this and that are comedies. Yeah, they're comedies. Meet the fuckers are comedies. But he brings out a real character in it. And yeah, I guess in Dirty Grandpa, at the end, you really do get the character because he played that Dirty Grandpa to get him to stop being his dad. He wanted right. him to be follow his dreams, be the photographer, and he really went out of it. But that there's a lot of silliness on the way there. I analyze this and analyze that. There's silliness, but not in the same way as is Dirty Grandpa. They're, they're, I mean, right. he's up on stage flexing and doing, you right. know, throwing beers at. Uh, the, well, there's different comedic beats. Yeah. And Dirty Grandpa, whereas with analyze this, the only note is he's an Italian mobster right. who's funny. Funny. Yeah. So, yeah, but what I'm saying is. Actors, actors have to be who they are. They just, they, they, but they find the character. Now, let me defend my Michael Jordan of acting because this gets in my craw when people go, he's the same smooth. Look at the range. Whether it's a civil rights leader and Malcolm X, I'm nothing smooth about that. Now, no, if you want to somehow say, well, what made him smooth? He played Malcolm X. Was Malcolm X a smooth, sexy dude? I don't know. But in terms of that, that strength and that, that backbone and that delivery. There's a coolness and to And that dominance. Okay, there's that. Then you have John Q. When I went to the theater, there wasn't a dry eye in the theater. Especially for men. And he's playing this loving, devoted, willing to die for my son, father. And if Denzel don't know how to do nothing else, he knows how to suck drama, emotion out of you. Now let's look at Frank Lucas, another biopic, this fucking gangster drug dealer. Now look at his performance in Training Day, a crooked, dirty cop. Now look at his performance as an alcoholic, a person with a substance abuse problem in flight. Now look at, if we, and this is the real separator, 
The motherfucker did Macbeth. He did much ado about nothing. That is Shakespeare. What are you talking about? There's a movie there that you missed that I think really shows that takes all that and breaks that range down. Fences. He's the most uh, bro- I was gonna say, broken fences. character. He's a broken person. Fences. So the coolness is gone because he's broken. He's <sighs> He drinks. He's broken. He has a son that he he's... He, he built that man, but he's he knows that he wasn't there for him the way that he should have been and unapologetic about it. I'm telling you, man, that character, that one that he brought right. out, that is so separate from everything else that he's ever done. And he portrays that character to a T and you don't lose any Denzel. There's still Denzel in it. that's supposed to be there. But man, that is a character switch from everything. Steven Biko, cry freedom. What? No, no. Y'all put that label on him because for the better part of his career, up until about now, he's been this sexy, suave ass nigga. So they put that label on him. But the man got chops, yo. You know who else has that label put on him? George Clooney. George Clooney got chops, man. Yeah, but he played in, that's the movie I guess he got hurt in too when he played, what, what, Syria, Syriana or something like that? Yeah. Uh, that movie was a departure. Brother, where out that? Where art thou? Oh, now that was a comic, but weird. And to play that with—that's the Farley brothers, too, right. right? That's a, that was a tough. That was a tough. It was good. It was good. Yeah, Dapper Dan. Yeah, yeah, dude. No, Denzel got chops, man, and range. I I, I think it's unfortunate that some people, though, their charisma and their the person that they are does come through. And, you know, I, I, I hold that against Al Pacino sometimes because you got to hold that back a little bit sometimes so that the character well, shines. Al, and, and, and now Al is more of a caricature yeah. of himself. But you do have to hold that back right. sometimes because you need the character to come forward. But it's hard. Like, I think Al Pacino can't really do that that much anymore. I do see where some people say that about Denzel because Denzel was picked for these characters because he has a certain sensibility right. about him. But some, you got to pull that back. But like when I saw Fences and I went, man, where did, where did the cool guy go? Where yeah. is this guy? Even... Even when we go and you go to training day, there's still, it's a different kind of coolness. He's a, he's, he's a, a badass. He, yeah. yeah. So he, it's still there. But fences to me, when that, when I saw that, that's when it changed for me when I went, okay, I got to recognize everything that he did and I got to look at the details of what his right. char- character are. Uh, the character arc is tough. And I think when you become that good of an actor, they're paying you for that. And, right. and so you, 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 it's hard to dial that back and bring that forward. And then if it is big, it, it shines. And, and I'm sorry, but some people just have that. And Denzel's one of them. Al Pacino's one of them. Uh, there's, there's plenty of others. You know, they're, they're, some people downplay your skill level because you're so, in terms of a presence, a pretty boy or you're handsome. You know, they try to say that a little bit about Brad Pitt. Yo, 12 monkeys? Seven? Are you kidding me? Pitt got the chops, yo. Dude, from his early movie, and, I'm, and I, I know you probably still haven't seen this, but A River, uh, a river Runs Through It. Fucking beautiful. I've movie. never seen a river run through it, but I'll give you one that's old in terms of his youth, where he smokes it. California. Yeah, that's with David Duchovny. Yeah. Oh, it's also a little creepy, weird movie. Yeah, there. where he plays like a fucking inbred, fucking, you know, psychopath. Yeah, people. Yeah, but they're paying people to bring these, to bring that part of their their suaveness to the screen. So sometimes it gets a little lost in the sauce for some people, but you you got to look for the character. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you know, no Michael Jordan, Denzel slander is tolerated here. Oh, I'm going to start bringing up some things about Denzel then, just to make you mad. <laughs> uh, before I get off this, the hip-hop thing, I, I, sometimes I, I envision that I've told you things on the pod that I don't think I've told you, but it felt like I did. That I told you the, the, the Kodak Black drink champs thing, right? Mm -mm. How he pronounced champagne. Mm. Dude, this nigga, uh, and this is another reason why I don't like this youth of today. Uh, this nigga was on Drink Champs. And, you know, we've been on Drink Champs, and they it's called Drink Champs. So at one point, uh, Noriega goes, hey, man, let's pop open some champagne. Kodak, you want some champagne? That nigga said, and I, this is the same nigga that says orange. So he goes, nah, man, I don't want no champagne. Champagne, nigga. It does look a little champagne, though, when you read it. That's like a bitch. If you took a ghetto bitch to a restaurant, she goes, yeah, I want the shit take mushrooms. <laughs> well, what was that uh, line? Uh, what was that movie where she, uh, the, the chick from Saved by the Bell, Versace. Let's go. Versace instead yeah. of Versace? Yeah. I want that Versace. Yeah. You, you know what? Don't. Ed, this is the other thing, people, man. Don't educate people unless you like them. Let them stay dumb. Let them save the next person. They gave you insight <laughs> to why you don't need them in your life. Let them have that so that the next person, you may educate them enough that they're going to fool the next person. You just fucked over the next person. Let them take that with them. <laughs> <laughs> Give someone else a fair shot. You got a fair shot to get away from it. <laughs> All right, let me read one more, and then we got to get out of here. We got a show. Yeah. Um, I might as well. Let me see. Where was it? <sighs> uh, da, da, da. Tears in a bathtub. He already has his tickets. Already has his tickets. Enough is enough. What's good, ANA? Uh, writing to let you both know that Andy is right in his assessment that we ought to see uh, perspective in order to get a definite understanding of the bigger picture. For example, <clears throat> folks were attacking Aries in his comments because of his stance and I uh, and his perspective regarding the cat interview. Aries, I fully support, supported, and understood your perspective, especially the ending. It's about growth. We have bigger concerns to fry. Majority of comments were negative because they have failed to see Aries' perspective. Uh, these are the same ones that want to be fans slash supporters of his, but then will turn their back on him. It doesn't work like that. It's about how you carry yourself. Carrie's uh, character speaks volumes. Enough of the fucking hate against my brother Aries. In the same breath, stop hating on Andy, too. Dion Cole said it best. Uh, get a comedian's love. You mean give the comedian's love. The all-white yacht party uh, will only sustain and have room for the day ones. I said what I said. Uh, one more thing. Watch this documentary entitled Sound of Freedom, based on a true story. It's got a, it's got a lot of controversy. Streaming on Prime Video or Apple TV. Hopefully, you guys review it on the pod. Love and peace, my partners. Uh, for the yacht party, uh, I'm going to have a special tub that hangs on the side of the boat. <laughs> So that while we on the yacht, you can be in the tub in the water. And every now and then we'll look over the boat rail and go, Kush, you all right? 
And you'll go, yeah. And now cue the boatmaster to go on the horn. <laughs> uh, yeah, you should stop hating on Aries, but I don't mind a little hate. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me that way. Mm, let me tell you something. I, I kind of like when, you know, people get a little worked up. The funniest thing to me, it, it, and when people slide into my Instagram or my DMs um, and say this to me, uh, yeah, yo, we ain't forgot about that little skit you did. We ain't forgot. You know, again, suck my dick and get over yourself. What do you think that you not forgetting does to me? We, 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 you not forgetting, you keep remembering. When, you, when people say to me, yo, we ain't forgot, what does that mean to me? My life is, is, is not moving forward. I, my, because you haven't forgotten, I can't make money. I can't work on the road. I can't hustle merch. My life is, it's, it's, is, is ceasing to exist because you are remembering. Keep fucking remembering. See how that works for you. We ain't forgot. Fuck you. I hope they remember all the other things that happened at that time. <clears throat> people swear they have. Again, this is why I went on that rant. This device here makes people think they have power now. Like, like, what do you think that you, you're stopping by you remembering? Like, somehow, you're, you remembering is stopping all my other fans. You've been playing with that pizza for hours, I, I, man. Because I've been wanting to throw it out. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's is that a show? show? That is a show. All right, here, let's give, it, let's give these dates. Uh, first you, of all, you know what we call in this one? Uh-uh, what are we call this one? We ain't forgot. Okay. Let's do this, guys. Here's the, here's the dates, real quick. Um, first of all, uh, May 18th. Aries, tell them about it. Uh, it's back in, uh, oh, no, New York. Yeah, New York. New York. Let's, Hulu let's, Theater, Madison Square Garden. Let's keep rolling that one. All right, uh, coming back, guys, we're going to be February 15th through the 18th. We're at the Helium in Buffalo, New York. February 23rd to the 24th, we're at Funny Bone in, the, in Albany. March 9th, Holland Civic Center in Holland, Michigan. Uh, March 15th through the 16th, we're at the Cincinnati Funny Bone in Liberty Township. March 22nd to the 23rd, we're at the Funny Bone in Virginia Beach. March 29th through the 31st, we're at the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. April 5th, the Parker at Fort Lauderdale, Florida. April 11th, it's the beginning of our uh, Canadian swing. We're going to be River Cree in Enoch, Alberta, Canada. April 12th, Gray Eagle in Calgary. April 13th through the 14th, back home in New York, Syracuse, Funny Bone, April 13th through the 14th. April 15th, Darforth Music uh, in Toronto. Uh, April 19th through the 21st, we're back in Cleveland, Improv. April 27th, we're at Bronson uh, Center in Ottawa. April 28th, Olympia of Montreal, Quebec. April 30th, we're at Bella Rose in Halifax, Nova Scotia. May 2nd through the 5th, we're back in the States, Helium, Portland, Oregon. May 9th, Meyer Theater in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And May 11th, at the Wilbur in Boston. Fucking wicked kid. That's a show. We got another show we got to go do right now. Guys, till next week.
here on, nothing goes down unless I'm involved. No blackjack, no dope deals, no nothing. A nickel bag gets sold in the park. I want in. <laughs> you guys got fat while everybody stopped on the street. It's my turn. Hmm. You think you're going to live long enough to spend that money, you fucking hump? If any of you are tired of getting ripped off by guys like that, you come with me. I'm at the Plaza Hotel. You're welcome. You're welcome. Enjoy.